we just look to uh, see if there's anything obvious that we can stop doing. Subtle ways of performing or pretending. Contracted, egoic willfulness. You don't need to be afraid of what's left when you stop doing. You don't need to improve your life Our practice is to take exquisite care of the heart in this moment The blessings unfold from the quality of that care.
we treat all phenomena as false alarms. Each sound or thought or feeling that might otherwise be a cause for narration, a new chapter in the story of me. Treat it as a false alarm. We cultivate a kind of confidence in our own heart and in the path. Such that we know that all uh, phenomena can soften our heart.
that in our radical willingness to stand open to the flow of life, our heart will not be harmed. May hurt with the redemption of Dhamma so that our heart will not be harmed, but grow. False alarms sound like true alarms when we fail to be mindful of the emotional, affective, feeling circuits in our body. the urgencies and the impulse to fix and tinker, to judge and compare. This arises when chitta is overwhelmed by feeling. And so we bless these circuits of uh, our body, this emotional body, 
bless those circuits with uh, awareness, love. So natural for us to 
be compulsively reading the tea leaves of the body. To stay oriented and narrate this moment, to image this moment, to talk about this moment, this feeling, what this means for me, for my life, for this day, for this sit. But just for these minutes, All phenomena mean the same thing. Let go. In the enigmatic sutta, the Buddha says, uh, the core of all phenomena is liberation.
Every sound, thought, feeling like the Buddha whispering in your ear. Relinquish. no longer pinging to the reference points of me and mine, my preferences, my history. My body, myself. We're surrendering all referentiality.
we might also say that uh, all uh, phenomena held with wisdom terminate in love. The last word of all phenomena is love. Because when we step out of the gridlock of I amness, the self that is reborn is uh, full of love and play.
One way of uh, thinking about practice is it's uh, we're becoming less uh, intimidated by phenomena, developing more more um, confidence, faith that. Uh, uh, all all phenomena are kind of uh, equally capable of uh, softening our hearts, of growing wisdom, and uh, and in that way, it becomes more possible to. Uh, to relinquish some of the vigilance and the the sense that um, some phenomena are um, are welcome and some need f- to be fixed, and uh, and so we we develop this kind of faith that. Um, that our our heart will not be harmed by the intensity of the waves of samsara. That this kind of like uh, almost sort of miraculous quality of of awareness that. Uh, yeah, love pleasantness that grows the goodness but also everything difficult does too so um, we uh, have a, a little bit of time if there are any questions about your your practice and uh, I'll just if you can just uh, I'll, I'll repeat it over the the mic here, uh, if you can. Yeah. So the the question was uh, around that line from it's from the Mula Sutta. The core of all phenomena is liberation, which does not sound super Theravadan. Uh, um, and the relationship between that 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 suggestion and questions of love, which Lisa said, feels more like. Uh, personhood um, and um, there's no conflict between love and emptiness. The more, the more um, that is a kind of uh, yeah feature of this path. The more deeply we surrender, the more deeply we know the emptiness of phenomena. The core of all phenomena is liberation. We can maybe also say, as you implied, the the core is coreless. There is empty, empty. Um, but to uh, to know that breeds a species of love that is 
very free, very unentangled, very uh, not personal, not possessive. And, uh, and some of this, the language around self and not self, is is not so so helpful. It's not so helpful, um, and maybe not self is something more like not not ownership, not ownership. Um, but the the face of emptiness is love, and it's a very it's a very spontaneous, unencumbered love. It's a love that uh, feels, you know, as natural as the force of, you know, laws of nature, of gravity. It's not like, okay, I, I, I understand these things, so I now want to be loving. It's like, no, you actually like very actively sense the almost absurdity of hate, apathy, you know, all of that. And uh, we'll talk more about this. So today, um, as you practice, uh, just um, notice this kind of, the, the churn of feeling, of body, of emotion, in the, the kind of circuits in the body, the way so many of those kind of um, sensations like create a sense of urgency. The sense of like, this must mean something about my life. This needs to be narrated. This needs to be integrated into the story of how my life is going, how my retreat is going. And the more intense the affective arousal is, the more desperate we are to narrate it. And we're practicing making peace with the intensity of the human condition, not not reading into meanings about this ache or that pain, this heartache. We don't have to make a mean. We, we don't have, we don't, it's like the, the thoughts are like the kind of exhaust coming off the engine of affect in the body. And so stay, stay with the body lovingly, clear. We'll uh, continue. Um, um, Tonight, uh, if you have have energy, we'll sort of make a optional uh, late night sitting. Um, and so uh, we'll post it, but invited if you have energy, um, come on back at ten o'clock, and uh, 
um, we would do a sit, walk, sit, and finish sometime before midnight or so. You're welcome to say for one, two, or all three of those periods. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's very sweet to sit at night in the silence. And um, it also may be kind of painful, but... coexists with the sweetness and uh, um, and just take take good care of your you know heart mind and notice notice like notice the the kind of the the lure the kind of the lure that it's almost like we get a taste on our tongue for unconsciousness at some point you know, and um, that may mean, okay, our energy is flagging or something, but, but see if even in the midst of that kind of like, that longing for unconsciousness, uh, you don't have to practice energetically in the same way that you maybe do in other times, but just, just a little bit of, uh, yeah, just the sense of, of the, the spaciness can become a little bit more like spaciousness. And so we blanket our day with uh, continuity. And um, we'll uh, have, have groups. If you had a group two days ago, you'll have one today. Um, Got um, you know, in terms of of um, samadhi, samadhi is usually described as like a, you know as concentration, the quieting, stilling of the mind, or something. But it actually manifests in a lot of different ways. One of the ways it manifests is in terms of sensitivity, kind of bodily sensitivity. It's a manifestation of a certain kind of samadhi. And samadhi makes love much more accessible, but the weird thing is that it also makes hate more accessible. And I say this by way of talking about noises that might bother you. So don't uh, over-interpret your hate (laughs) to mean regression, you know, Uh, but know it for what it is. System, very sensitive, phenomena, feel like they, they just cut through. And there's when the sensitivity is high and the equanimity is is lower, that that gap is poignant. And so we do what we can to uh, to meet phenomena in a way that um, that knows their the core is liberation or the last word of all phenomena is love. If we actually follow it into its termination, there will only be more reason to love.